0: Yo, the trumpeter is walking on this right now. Letting us rock out. Welcome back to the K Melly Podcast. Whatever your pain is, welcome. Your voice can be heard. Bear with me this Monday morning. As a matter of fact, enjoy. Celebrate with me this Monday morning as I finally figured out how to work my podcast equipment a little better than i did last week and um i'm bringing you guys a better show because of that as a matter of fact i don't have to, i no longer have to settle for the the, the records that i have to download because it's not available on youtube or the records that you know you just can't find anywhere else you feel me well technically i'm not selling for the records you can't find anywhere well technically i'm selling for the records that i have to download because i couldn't find the records that i wanted anywhere else to be downloaded for the purpose of the show now, I could just play shit straight off my phone, which means I'll listen to anything I want to actually listen to, nothing that I have to listen to. I definitely do appreciate you guys tuning in every single week and being with my music choices and music collections, but it will improve now. It will improve now that I have this new feature on the podcast. I promise you it will. And i'm so happy i'm so ecstatic. I'm, I'm so thankful for you guys tuning in every week that i've decided i've decided to do something i figured the only real way to show my appreciation because you know we're coming up on a year now you're about to, you're about to be a year now it's about to be like episode 57 i skipped probably like two weeks maybe took probably two three weeks off maybe you know it's a little hard a little difficult New transition, by the way. This is Soul Action Radio. I ain't gonna take their credit. Shout out to Joe K and Soul Action Radio. This shit is in five, nigga. This shit slap. This shit is fire. This episode, what, 418, I believe. But nah. On top of the fact that, um, yeah, you guys tune in every week. We're about to reach a, a year real soon. It's about to be one year anniversary. I figured the only real way, the only real way for me to show my appreciation is by hosting a King Bentley social. Hosting the King Belly Social. Yo, I ain't gonna front this record. Yeah, I, and that was no blend. Don't get me wrong. This I just finally figured out this aux thing. You know, I ain't no DJ. Nah. I understand that I had no blend, but I fucked this record heavy. And I want y'all to hear it too. So that's why I'm playing it. I don't even know when this came. This came out last year, ironically. Never heard of fire DML. Never heard of boy. Fireboy DML. Mm, interesting. But not The only real way for me to show my appreciation is, you know, throwing an event. With that being said, October 5th, October 5th, I will be hosting the King Bentley Social. A one-year podcast anniversary celebration. As well as my birthday celebration as well, too. My birthday is three days after that on October 8th. So I figured the only real way to show my appreciation for you guys for tuning in every single weekend is by hosting an event, a free event at that. Bring your own bottle. Food will be provided. Hopefully, we'll hear more music like this. Once I find the right, correct DJ, that's gonna touch all the bases that I need to be touched. But hopefully, we'll hear more like this at the event. But yes, feel free to um find it on my Instagram find it on my instagram link in bio you can find it on my twitter link in bio both underscore king bentley underscore king bentley you know how to spell king bentley because you've been listening every week or oh, you probably listen two three times or oh, you probably listen for your first time but either way you know how to spell king bentley because you're listening right now everybody under the sound of my voice on this to king bentley Simply. and if you could spell king bentley you can find me on instagram and you can rsvp for the event but if that's too much for you, <laughs> I made it easier. I'll put the link to the RSVP to the Eventbrite in the description of wherever you're listening to this. So just click it and RSVP from there.
1: October
0: 5th king bentley social rsvp now while supplies last while ticket last because i woke up after a certain month
1: before.
0: nonetheless nonetheless going into today's show nfl season is back no i am not boycotting the nfl because i don't even know why i would be boycotting the nfl to be, to be frank to be honest to be to be completely honest with you i really would to know why um this is probably the third year in a row that I'm going to say this But I will learn more about football this year <laughs> I promise by the end of the football season I'll be coming on the show with my own football takes And then again, the thing is I always say that And then basketball season starts And then I forget all about football again Because my first love when it comes to sports basketball is on It's like, why would I even want to care about football and all this stuff, right?
1: mmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: I ain't gonna front this alphabet shit slap, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I can't believe I'm just finding out about, about I'm not not that I'm just finding out about it, but I'm just starting to explore. I ain't even really get through the whole Burning Boy project. But there was one song in particular that stood out to me. Maybe I'm cheating because this is, after all, what? Like the second record on the song, on the project, or whatever. This shit.
1: Mm. This <laughs>
0: right 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 but the nfl season is back um rapier called into the show we spoke about the games that we saw today the two games being the bills and the jets and then the giants and the Cowboys. we broke those two i'm lying we didn't break the two games down it was more like me asking rapier his opinion on the games because you know my football i'm a a novice when it comes to this football stuff but it's important to have people on the show who know way more stuff about who who know way more than me because that's how we all learn right right so yeah, we didn't really break the games down. Rapier broke them down. I kind of, you know, gave my commentary here and there. And then to top it off, to end it off, he spoke about the Antonio Brown situation. <laughs> what a two years has been for Antonio Brown. What a two years has been for Antonio Brown. And also, I will say, after this, sh- after we recorded the show and after, you know, Rapier told me about how he feels about Antonio Brown going to the Patriots, I turned the Patriots game on real quick. And to see Tom Brady moving the way that he's moving without not even without before we get to that to see tom brady moving the way that he's moving with don't to nobody's crazy that's one two and he's yet to start throwing antonio brown who's arguably the best receiver in the game just something to keep in mind just something to keep in mind but yeah don't forget rsvp to the king bentley social link in bio link in description here's the episode Live on the King millie podcast, that's here called in, and we are ready to break down. They won't have fun this season. What's us two. They the Broncos. They yeah, Broncos. they won't agree. Not Broncos and Bears. Um, who did the Bears play Thursday? I forgot. Yeah, it
2: was uh, Bears and Packers. Bears and Packers.
0: Bears and Packers. I don't know why I thought Broncos, for whatever reason. <sighs> <laughs> But now let's let's kick it off oh, no, from a New York standpoint. Let's kick it off with the Jets. Jets and the Bills played each all other today.
2: Right. <laughs> Where's to the begin? Play, play. All my Jets fans out there. They met a bit uh, at a
0: MetLife MetLife Stadium today.
2: Yeah, they had a home game. But I would say this: I total. I'm a Jets fan. I will. This is my disclaimer. Mm-hmm. I skip Bayless, who's a Cowboys lover, mm-hmm. and he lets everyone know that he's a I'm Cowboys a fan. Lover. So, I'm I'm not going to hold back my fandom. I am what I am. But I'm realistic. A lot of people in the media were saying that the Jets were going to be way better than I thought. Mm -hmm. And I think today shows, if anybody ever, you know, if anybody, you know, people that I talk to, Mm -hmm. it shows that the Jets don't have playmakers. They are interdependent on one playmaker, and that's Le'Veon Bell. And you cannot have a season where you think you're going to really do something, where your one guy is Le'Veon Bell, and that's the running back. It's not going to work.
0: Right. As you can see, like t- in today's game, they had, he had 17 carries. They gave him the ball 17 times, and he only ran for 60 yards because it was as a, the, the Bills caught on early. They realized, listen, the only player is Le'Veon Bell, and we're going to constantly put all our defensive pressure on Le'Veon Bell. And like you said, once the Bills realized that, the Jets had nobody else that can create offense for them.
2: And that's what I think. They had the the Jets had four. The defense gave the Jets four turnovers. Mm. Gave the Jets a touchdown, a fumble recovery, Mm -hmm. interception. Like one turnover after another turnover. And that was in the first
0: in the first half. The Jets defense was on smash. I know everybody that drafted the Jets defense on fantasy was flourishing. Uh,
2: Yes, but what I would say is, from a realistic standpoint. This was the game the Jets needed to win. Mm-hmm. Why, you, why why do you say the, you
0: need to win? It's the first win it's the first game of the season.
2: Well, see, unlike the NBA, unlike MLB, every game is important, especially in your division in the NFL.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The Bills is a division opponent. So this game kind of counts as two. So Ed, this is not one of the good teams on your schedule.
1: Mm-hmm. This is
2: one this is like the bottom of the heap on your schedule. So if you're gonna if you consider yourself a playoff team, this is the team you have to win, especially if you win it by 16 points, and especially if your defense gives four turnovers and all you came up with was four was six points Mercy. after those four turnovers. Mercy, that's not good. So if you're considering yourself a playoff team, you have to capitalize. You have to score points when your defense is giving you short field position and the ball over and over again, and the Bills. See, the thing is, another reason why I say this was a game the Jets needed to win. Mm -hmm. After today, see, in the NFL, it's all about matchups, and it's a lot about tape. What are you showing us that you're good at on tape, and what are you showing us that you're bad at on tape? Mm. And on tape, the Jets are showing on offense. We are one hundred and ten percent interdependent on Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> he makes everything move. All right. And that, I'm being honest with you. Mercy. And on Mercy. <laughs> and, and defense. All right. And on defense, we are we have nobody that can cover the pass. The the because of the quarterback the Bills have, they did not exploit the the, the horrible corners the Jets have on on defense. All right? Every time shot down and threw the ball on an out route, a slant route, or or give-and-go route, mm-hmm. the guys were wide open. He had wide open throws. They didn't exploit it. They should have been exploited, it, but they didn't. They kept running the ball, they kept dicking and dunking, and they weren't throwing the ball down the field. So now there's tape. So I, I believe the Jets play, they included it for next week. I hope it's not like the Patriots. But the Jets have another game next week. It's even, I think it's the Browns. I think they're going to play the Browns. Yeah, they're
0: playing the they Browns. Got a yeah, game they're playing the Browns. At MetLife right? Stadium, yep. Yeah. All
2: right, another home game. The Browns this week are going to look at Tate. It's going to break the Tate down. They got Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Njoku. They got Mercy. all these
0: players. And they got, Bacon May- they got Bacon Mayfield getting them the ball.
2: They are going to have a field day next week for those corners. All right? So today was the game they needed to win because next week I don't think they're going to win it. So now they're going to go 0-2 when at least today your defense gives you a chance to at least, at go at win, least win the game.
0: Crazy part about it too is the Browns lost today as well too, and they're going to come in the next week's game with a chip on their shoulder. Looking at all of the holes that they can exploit in the Jets' defense and realize like, listen, this is a team that we're definitely better at. Better. Here's the question. And the real question is how good is the Browns defense? Because we know that the Jets only rely on Le'Veon Bell. Is the Browns defense good enough to, to um to contain Le'Veon Bell?
2: Now, the Browns defense has a very stout defensive line. Mm-hmm. Very stout. I'm not too I'm not the linebacking core, I'm not that worried about too much. Because most times it's the pressure up the front with your, line, with your, with your linemen, with your D linemen. Mm-hmm. And then you have, And most times, the linebackers cover the running backs out of the backfield. Makes sense. I'm not that worried about their linebacking core. Their linemen is who I'm worried about. The pressure up the gut with um, Miles Garrett, who's a beast of a man,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and, and their, their other linemen. Next week, in terms of what the Jets are going to be able to do, I mean, right now I have to check the, the injury report because the Jets. If you if you watch the game, the Jets defense completely fell apart once they lost their main guy, and C J Mosley. C J Mosley is the heart of that defense in the middle of that uh, in the middle of that defense. Yeah, I missed. I missed a good guy.
0: point of that a good portion of the third quarter. I missed a good portion okay. of the third quarter.
2: He got hurt, I believe, in, in the. It was the third, beginning of the fourth, mm-hmm. with a groin injury, and he wasn't out, and he was out for the rest. So of the game. that explains and why
0: he, at the end of the game it was just it was a free, it was a seventeen over. It was a
2: freeway. It was a freeway. It was a freeway. So I have to make sure I have to look on the scouting report, see how serious the um groin injury were was. Hopefully it wasn't a pull. Hopefully it's just a mild strain, right. and he's able to rest through the week and keep come back he can next Sunday. It's crazy
0: how often some of these players play hurt.
2: That's
0: true, that's true. But a lot of times, not for guaranteed money either. <laughs> nah, CJ
2: Mosley just got paid from the head. He's one of the highest paid um, defensive defensive linebackers in the league. So <laughs> they gave him a big. They, he, got <laughs> he, got <paid. laughs> he got paid. He yeah. got paid. He got paid. He got sure the bag.
0: Yeah, I, I want to talk <laughs> a little bit about about like relationships on the football team. So you know, basketball. One of the probably one of the most important relationships I would say is between the point guard and the head coach, which means in football it would definitely be between the point the um the head coach and the quarterback. But there was something that stood out to me in the Jets broadcast in particular. It was a it was a quick sideline report about the relationship between Le'Veon Bell and now uh, Sam Darnold. And I just want you to, to um to elaborate a little bit on this about, about how important the relationship between the running back and the quarterback is. It's something that was brought to my attention because you know I don't really follow football as, as much, but it stood out to me. But pretty much what they said was. Le'Veon's a player that's not really used to structure. He says that Sam Darnold is yes, very structured. right that he, mm-hmm. that he that he that he doesn't have. Whereas on the flip side, Sam Darnold, you know, he's a very like preppy type of guy, so he doesn't really have that that street ball. That backyard football feel to him, and that's what Le'Veon mm-hmm. Be, um Le'Veon Bell brings to the table. That edge, that extra edge that Sam Darnold needs. So, speak a little bit about like the relationship between quarterbacks and running backs. Um, some famous quarterback running back relations that you know that where they complement each other and balance each other out.
2: I won't even say it's just just a running back quarterback situation. I think it's a uh, quarterback to his playmaker, mm. his best player on his best playmaker on the field. Um, right now, Le'Veon Bell is his, his best playmaker. Mm-hmm. So he's going to get a lot of the focus. So what happens is, what they were pretty much saying is, is that when a play breaks down, after you go through your first read and your second read, and every, things are breaking down, you got to get out of the pocket, what are you going to do? What do you do as a quarterback? Do right. you, you know, do you throw the ball away? Or do you get out of the pocket and make something happen? Mm-hmm. A lot of times, um, especially when Le'Veon Bell was the Pittsburgh Steelers, because of Ben Roethlisberger's ability to make plays when everything breaks down, mm-hmm. they, he was able to find guys down the field out of coverage where the defense didn't know where guys were. I see. That's what he's talking about. Some quarterbacks are so rude of where they go through the first read, the second read. Especially young quarterback, They have to learn to try and work with what you got. Mm-hmm. And sometimes after you see, after you see your first read's not there, the second read's not there, you then just automatically throw it away. With a guy like Le'Veon Bell, he's gonna get himself open, especially if you if you're in a a cover two situation or a, a completely or a zone situation mm-hmm. where a guy can find the, the the holes in the zone where you can get the ball to your playmaker and you can make guys miss and really make something happen. So. I guess the guys were pretty much saying that in regards to being that Le'Veon Bell is so used to a guy like Ben Roethlisberger always making something happen outside of the pocket. Right. Because what happens is when you have that threat of a quarterback running, Mm -hmm. it pulls the defense towards them, which then opens up the backside of your defense. Makes sense. Which which then lets guys get open. Because a lot of teams, they don't have great corners. They don't have great guys. A lot of teams play zone. They play a cover two. With a, big, with a safety up top, mm-hmm. and they play, and other times they play a 2 D safe. So if, you're run, if your quarterback can move at his mobile, that quarterback starts running or looks like he's about to run. Mm-hmm. The safety or the linebackers are going to run up to try and stop try him stop from him. getting that yardage. And
0: then that opens up the backfield for all the receivers. The
2: exactly. That makes sense.
0: Exactly. Right. So, so, so that's you,
2: pretty much what they were saying.
0: What they were referring to. All right. that, that makes yes. sense. So would you say that you know how they allude to the fact that he's not used to. Uh, he said, "What? What's the word they use? Structure. He's not used to structure. Are they alluding to the fact that in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, the situation in Pittsburgh wasn't didn't have as much structure?" In the sense that, not, 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 not on a football field, I'm talking about organizational structure, as far as like how the locker room was in, how the, um, the head coach delegated things, and how he like held certain people on a pedestal versus others, and how the, um, the GM held everybody accountable. Were they referring to that as well, too, or were they strictly just talking about things on the football field?
2: What they were talking about, mm-hmm. with the two commentators when they were talking, they were basically talking about primarily on the football field. Mm. because that, the, the reason why I know that is because they used the example of Le'Veon Bell, plays like a backyard football kind of play right. player. And Sam Darnold's more structured. When they said that the quarterback... When they say a quarterback is structured, especially a young quarterback, young quarterbacks are drilled. If it's not there, throw it away. Don't force it. Don't force it. If you see it, throw it. But if it's not there, throw it away. Don't force so it. So in that, in that structure, you go through your reads. If your reads aren't there, what do you do? You throw it away. And that's what happens. So... That's what they mean when they were saying he's very structured. Um, he doesn't turn the ball over, right? He doesn't, you know, he doesn't throw into bad coverages, double covers. Mm-hmm. He throws the ball away. So, in terms of, in terms of the Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger is one of the is a Hall of Famer, hands down. Right. So, it's, you can't be as good as they are for that long without structure. Yes, they might have let guys. Because of their production, get away with things more than other guys. Right. But in terms of on the football field, man, there's not a lot of teams
0: there. I see. I mean, yeah, Ben, ben Roethlisberger is definitely, no, nah, I wouldn't say a freak of nature. Well, yeah, he, I would say freak of nature. Got a 6'5, 240, moving, be able <laughs> yeah, and, a and move like that. Because you know what it is? Anytime I hear freak of nature, I automatically associate it with somebody that can run fast and jump high. Athleticism, athleticism. athleticism, right? But that's not necessarily always true or always the case. That's true. Right? You look at a guy that's like you look at a guy like Dak Prescott now. Mercy, I can't believe what he did to my <laughs> boys.
1: Well, I can though.
0: At the same time, I can. At the same time, I can. Because it's like we. I didn't expect the Giants to be good anyways, and the Giants' defense is the best. I mean, listen, the
2: Giants are in a goal mode. Um. While I was watching the game, one of the things the commentator said, not on the broadcast, but um, I was driving in the car. Right. And usually, if you really want to hear a game, if you really want to get an insight on a game, mm-hmm. the best people to listen to are listening in on the radio.
0: Why do you say that? That's
2: the best way to do it. I say that because they're, they're usually more honest. They, the guys on the radio, they, they usually are the beat writers. They follow the team. They go where the team goes. They're usually the guys that know the team. And they're usually honest and they're very unbiased. They're going to give you what it is.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm
2: going to give you an example. Um, the two guys, I forgot their names. They're the Giants um, they're the giant commentators for the radio. Right? They were like, listen, right now, they don't have a guy that can create separation. Nobody can create separation. The Cowboys are loading the box with eight, eight, nine guys, mm-hmm. saying we're not going to let Saquon get another 60-yard run. <laughs> we're not going to let Saquon beat him.
1: Boy, I love so watching Saquon
2: happens. do that.
0: Love watching him do that.
2: All right? They're not going to let Saquon beat him. So now they're loading the box. None of your wide receivers can create separation. And if your wide receivers can't create separation, what happens? The quarterback has to hold the ball, and he can't go, go nowhere. Mm-hmm. And the first thing they said was, right now, the Giants would love to have Odell Beckham. Why? Because not only did they have to account for Saquon, they also had to account for Odell Beckham. Right. And the fear that he put on a defense of him always being able to get open. Just get open on his own. The Giants Mm -hmm. don't have that anymore. So, as a Giants fan, you should know and understand, the Giants... A Jets fan wouldn't want to say this, but the Giants and Jets are kind of in the same kind of prediction. Really? I, I'm being honest with you. This is the reason why I would say it. The Jets are not that much better than the Giants. They're not. Just like the Jets, they don't have any playmakers. The only thing I would say is we our quarterback situation is a little more solid and a little more, more, solid, more solidified. Mm-hmm. But the the Jets aren't ready to be a playoff team to make noise. They're not ready. I feel the Jets are going to be six ten this year. Six ten. That's
0: good. Six, absolutely six
2: ten. They're six and ten
0: and a good, they're a team. They're not better than six ten. No way. No way on God's green if they're better than. 6-10. I mean, at the, at the end of the? <laughs> no way on God <laughs> At the end of the day though, <laughs> on Bell's only twenty-seven, and and Sam Dunn, is the second year. So I mean, you guys do have a couple. You guys have a a, a little window, to um, a little room for error.
2: But what? No. What What you got? What what the problem that it is with playing in New York, they spent a lot of money. They spent a lot of money on C.J. Mosley, and they spent a lot of money on on Brown. So that kind of gives the, the debt there a sense of false hope that the Jets will actually do. Be, I'm, I'm being honest with you. And that, that, depth that, depth that automatically makes you shit. feel
0: like you're about to win nine games this year. Exactly.
2: exactly you're about
0: to be, to be nine and seven.
2: And that's not going to happen. They're not ready. <laughs> They're not ready. They need, they need a wide receiver. I'm sorry, they need a wide receiver. Roddy Anderson's a nice guy. He's not it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Roddy Anderson's uh, a
0: nice guy. He's not
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. I'm being honest. With you. Oh, he is. Oh. <laughs> He's like a really nice guy. He likes driving fast and getting tickets. All right, but, but he ain't it. But,
0: well, he He's just can't run guy. fast and get open.
2: Exactly, because he, he his, his 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 route tree is not that broad. He can't run all the routes. I think we talked about this before a while ago off mm-hmm. air. What makes Odell Beckham great? Not, um, on the verge of break, to be one of <laughs> On the, the verge. Wait, fans wait. How you, you trying to down? Try to, well, you know what?
0: It's he. It's, it's still. No, great. no. I had
2: to. You know why? Because he's not. He hasn't been able to be healthy for an entire season. True. All right. He hasn't been helping for an entire season, so until he showed me that he could do sixteen games and produce in the playoffs, because just one time in the playoffs he was horrible, mm-hmm, dropped yeah. after and didn't produce. It so I can't say great. I say on the verge of greatness because he has the ability. He has the talent,
0: it. right? He has the talent to be great.
2: Exactly. What makes him great and to be able to be called one of the greatest of all time is his ability to get in and out of routes, right? What I say that is, as a wide receiver, you have what's called a route tree. Mm-hmm. Right. You have slant routes. You have give and go routes. You have comeback routes. You have go routes. A go route is when you go straight ahead. Just go. Just go. Right. Slant, slant route is when you go, you can go, uh, you go forward and then you cut inside. Okay. All right. You have a sluggo. A sluggo route is when you go out. You cut out, cut in, and then you go straight. Mm. That's a struggle route. Okay. You okay. have okay. multiple routes that receivers need to know. Mm-hmm. Roddy Anderson knows probably one or two. He Yo. knows how to go? He just know. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe and he knows the give and go where he goes up, goes like he's going deep, and then he cuts in, and then you can you know he cuts in, and then the ball is a timing run, right?
0: Your footwork, your footwork has to be on another level to be able to run routes effectively, like on a, like on another level.
2: Absolutely. Like I, I, no, I,
0: I I'm, I'm listening. All the
2: great, all the great wide receivers have excellent footwork in hand. Mm-hmm. All the greats. You gotta look at the thing. Look at look at some tape on. uh what's his name? Randy uh, Moss. Antonio
0: Brown or Antonio Brown. The,
2: Randy Moss was a freak. Randy Moss, <laughs> you, you, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can Yeah, you can't put Randy. Randy Moss didn't, didn't have to have feet. Randy Moss was so tall and so fat. <laughs> he blew past you. Like, he was gone, he was gone.
0: That's <laughs> it. Really,
2: really he passionate. was gone. Like he, Randy Moss was a once-in-a-generation talent.
1: Bro. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, once-in-a-generation. Like, he was my favorite player growing up. I love Randy Moss. Growing up, watching the games with my dad, that was the guy I wanted to watch, Yo because he was un, like this speed for his height didn't make sense. How tall like, was he? A lot of guys. How, grabbing, to, how tall was he? He was about six four, about six four, six five.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, but most guys that are six four, six five, they can't run a four three. Mercy, <laughs> four three. This guy was running of four or three pads on, bro. I was saying, with ease.
0: With ease.
2: And the Guys that tall usually are, you know, they're not that fast. Yeah. I'll give you an example. Um, Megatron. Calvin Johnson.
0: Calvin Johnson, right.
2: He was a big guy. I'm, but he wasn't fat. I'll give you another one. Texaco Burrs. Mm-hmm. Big guy. Not fat. Most times, and he might have been taller than that. Look him up. He might, I, I'm saying six four. He might have been a little taller, but guys that tall, they can't blow past you. They're big guys. They use their body to get to get over you. Right. Randy was a, he can use his body to get over you, and he can blow past you. So he was a double threat, man. So guys yeah, six, four on the are, dot. like who are usually shorter, shorter guys like uh, like Odell Beckham. Beckham's not that tall. He's like,
0: like five six, ten. Five,
2: like like five 10. yeah but five
0: ten five eleven with something Brown.
2: like that. Antonio Brown's like five ten. He's he nine. Right, those guys are all footwork. They're quick. They're not. They may not be the fastest guys, but they're the quickest guys. You know, in and out of their break. In the NFL, to be a great receiver, you have to get in and out of your break. The quicker you get in and out of your breaks, the defender doesn't know where you go. Mm. They, they used to they in call they breaks. call Antonio Brown. Tony toe tap. Tony toe tap. Tony toe tap. That's what he call himself. Tony toe Tony Totep. Because, because he gets in out of his breaks so quick that he gets to the he gets sideline the sideline up and down the field, north and south, so quick that you can't keep up with him. It, it, it's just, when you sit down and really watch and understand the game of football, you can understand why it's so addictive because. Not only do you have the offense where you have guys with all the speed, you got the defense where they are trying to impose their will. Right. It's there's nothing else like two men standing in front of each other, and this and I'm saying to you, I'm gonna move you, and you telling me, "No, you not." Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. There's no other game like that. Right. There's no other game. Not, no, you know, that no. you can play other than hockey. Where you can assault somebody and get away with it.
0: Uh, <laughs> unless unless you an animal in the wild, it's not happening.
2: That's true. Exactly. All right? Where you can they literally impose your will and strength on another man without having somebody press charging him. <laughs> I <have
1: somebody.
0: laughs> Wait, so So we asked you a question. In, in retrospect, right, being that the yes. Jets and the Giants are both in rebuild mode, do you think it was wise for the Giants to even trade over Beckham Jr.
2: The one correction I would make is the Jets don't feel they're in a rebuild mode,
1: Mm.
2: and that's the problem. (laughs) But I'm not even going to get into that. (laughs) That's the problem. (laughs) That's part of the problem. It is, but I feel in the long term, it makes sense to trade Odell Beckham because if you're rebuilding, you need to build from the ground up. You build like like I told you before. The big difference between NFL and the NBA, NBA, you build through free agency. NFL, you build through the draft. All right? So in the NFL, you build through the draft. You need draft picks to build through the draft. They got a piece of all for Old Al hmm The
1: yeah.
2: problem is, instead of playing your number six pick, you're still paying Eli Manning, which gives your – Fan base are a full sense of hope that maybe you'll be able to do something. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's the problem. While one team should be be in rebuild mode and embrace it, which is the Jets. The, they're doing what the other team is doing, which is trying to hold it off and say, ah, we're trying rebuild, but, you know, we don't want to tell everybody we're a real build folks, So we're going to act like we're trying to win something, <laughs> and we're going to throw Eli Manning out there to the wall. Mercy. And let him get beat up, My, even, even alive. I, I
0: still don't I still don't see why or what they – well, then again, it had to be a behind-the-table, behind-the-scenes deal, but I still don't see what they saw in Daniel Jones that they didn't see in
2: Dwayne Haskins. Hmm. Um, we got to see more. I'm not going to take what he did in preseason. The Giants are not going to be good this year. He's going to get a chance to get on the field. Let's see what he does when he gets on the field. I'm going to hold off any criticism until I see him in the field with starters, with NFL action, and then I'll take it from him. Because, you know, he showed some promise in three preseason. But you know you I, you got to see what he does in real life. Right. So, just we're gonna hold off. We are gonna come back to that in like eh, I say two months because the that's Giants fair. are gonna be good.
0: That's fair. that's, that's honorable. That's, the Giants ain't gonna be good. Because in the
2: good. NFL in the NFL you can you can you can always criticize,
1: mm-hmm. but
2: you got to see what the guy can do before you criticize. So let's give him a chance to show what show us what he can do. He did okay in preseason, but preseason you're playing against guys that's going to be working for UPS. Only thing- so <laughs> that's not going to count. That's not going to fly. So let's see what he does, let's see what he does in, in the regular season because he will get a chance.
0: That's like somebody. Because, uh,
2: they're not going to be good.
0: I forgot where I heard this. I think somebody told to me or something like that. It was like Zion Williamson was playing against a bunch of accountants and doctors last year.
2: <laughs> so don't
0: expect to see him see him do this in the league. <laughs>
1: That's
0: a good point. That is a good point. That's a valid point. Well, now, let's let's, uh, let's close out on today's games. Let's let's move on to AB real quick. Uh, A very interesting series of events. A very interesting series. Going back to 2017, really. Going back to 2017, really. But we take it back as far as March when he got traded to Oakland. Did you, if somebody told you back in March that Antonio Brown was going to end up on the Patriots for nothing, not for nothing, but or oh, nothing on the Patriots, and the, the Patriots would never—they're well, they, not going to have to give up anything but a contract. Somebody told you that back in March prior to the draft. What would you say? What would you tell them? They wouldn't
2: shock me. That's the mother effing Patriots, man. <laughs> I feel like person. it's the mother effing Patriots. That's the shit they do, man. They always find a way to cheat. A guy where they don't, they, they shouldn't be having a guy. It's just, it's just the way they are, bro. That's just what they do, man. It doesn't make <laughs> sense. Like, it, they're not fair, bro. It's not fair. <laughs> like, like, as a Jet fan, i mean, being a Jet fan for all these years, having these mofos in your division every year. Every year. Every freaking year, bro. Like, It's not fair. It, it really isn't. But, like, it's nothing you can do about it. It really isn't. <laughs> So, no, you can do, do it, it. It's,
0: it's crazy, though. I'm not going to lie. At some point in time, I, I, I want to say over the past month, I definitely thought that, you know, Anthony, not Anthony, Antonio Brown should just sit down with a therapist and, and kind of, like, get things straight. But in retrospect, I realized that everything that he did in Oakland was calculated to a certain extent. Now he dragged it, definitely took the very wide receiver, sm- D. Burrell. But it worked out in his favor. He was a smart-ass mother of
2: <laughs> Smart ass lover effort He went to that team, realized they weren't gonna go nowhere, and said, "You know what? You know what? I'm getting my black ass out of here. The best way I know how.
0: The best way I know how. calls and a
2: scene. Acting like a damn fool. Acting.
0: That's acting. What I'm doing. acting da- Yo, you saw the? Vi- I sent you the video of him when he uh, when he found out he got traded. He got released. I sent you that video, right?
2: Yes, I saw
0: it. And he ran out. He ran outside, flapping like a bird, and all that funny. That it showed me everything
2: I needed to see. Like, yeah, he was scheming from day one. From the tub, he saw that Derek Carr was not the quarterback he wanted throwing to him, <laughs> he started. He, this is what he did. He started the helmet thing, mind you. But for two years or more, he knew this was the last year the last he could play with he that helmet. That and that's
0: what I was saying. I knew. was wondering. I'm like, what's like? What's the what? What? I was confused, exactly. like, how is this a thing now? Like, what's wrong with this guy? Like, what's what's really going on here?
2: He knew he could have wear the helmet, right? hmm Started with the helmet. Miss practice. He gave the Raiders every opportunity to to to, to pack find him, him up. To find him. To find him. Once he got fined, he acted like the victim.
1: <laughs> oh, woe <laughs> me. Oh, you are
2: finding me in perfect two thousand
0: nineteen fashion. In perfect okay. 2019 fashion, he acted like the victim.
2: Mm, you know what? I don't want to be there no more. From the time he got, the, he started with the helmet. His agent was talking to different teams to find out if, if we can get him to be released. Would you sign? Him? <laughs> and if you will sign him, think about
0: it. yo. Oh, this is this is He hilarious. got
2: released, and he got the contract the same, the same day, day, my guy. In like three the hours. Th- you're telling me the entire contract was done in like in a, in a few hours. Bro, that contract was done two weeks months ago, ago bro. And like, <laughs> weeks, months, whatever you want to call it. It, it might have been done from the time he got traded to the Raiders. <laughs> he was already ready to go. How about that?
0: You know what's funny and, about
2: and that? I feel like I feel bad for the Raiders. You know why? Because <laughs> they got bamboozled. They did. Think about it. They got bamboozled. What a week. They got hoodwinked to the 10th power. <laughs> to the 10th power, bro.
0: Oh, baby. Even starting with the John Gruden hiring.
2: I mean, you, you, this is why. Because if the Raiders wanted to be assholes, excuse my French. Mm-hmm, now you good. There was so many stipulations they could have done. They they didn't have to release it. They could have put, I forgot what it's called. They could have said, you know what? We're not going to release you. Mm-hmm. We're going to suspend you before games and if you don't come to practice, you will be void. We could um I forgot what it was called. Oh my goodness, this is But put it like this, they could have set it up in such a way where they didn't release him. They could have kept him on the team. And they could have let him go. And if he didn't struggle like practice or whatever, they could have put him in such a predicament where he wouldn't get paid for the entire year mm. and no other team could have had
1: it.
2: That's what they could have did to that dude. Instead, they released him and he screwed them over. But how, but how could he screw them over if they would...
0: Just by, just by the fact that he got released is what you're saying? Is this why
2: he screwed not them not over? Not that, but remember, you gave up... You gave up a third round and a fifth round pick. Mm-hmm. Right? Those are two picks you're not getting back. And the guy never played for your team, bro. The guy never, never got suited on the up. field and... One game. He suited up in practice. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. He oh, never shit. played a game for your team, my guy. Never played. Mm-mm-mm. All of that, and never played one down.
0: Yo, when you think about it, too, think about the extent he was willing to go. Like he 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 went as far as almost fake fighting the um the GM just to prove to just to get out of it. Like, imagine, imagine where his where his head is at in that moment, knowing that he's acting, but knowing, like, yo, there's as, as a certain point where, like, somebody has to come in and hold me back because I'm really not about to put hands on this man. Like, the extent he was willing to go to get out of there is crazy. I mean, listen,
2: he had a plan.
0: And he executed, and he executed per- that to plan. Perfection. To perfection. To perfection. I,
2: I give it to him, boy. I give it to him. I, get I got give it so I mean, he he didn't want to go to the Raiders. He wanted to be released. The Pittsburgh Steelers going to release him, and the Raiders. The you know what? The reason why I say I feel bad for the Raiders because he was their chance. He was their their hope of building something, starting anew,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and getting things going for the Raiders organization for their franchise. That's why they traded for him. To give David to give they, um Derek Carr a receiver to see what he's made of. Mm-hmm. And they're never gonna see it. <laughs>
0: they're never gonna and see it. And he's
2: playing for the mother effing patriots, bro. The mother. All the effing teams. Like I was I to- I don't know if I was talking to you, but I was talking to someone, I was like, yo, I want the Jets to get him. I think I was talking to I think I was talking to you. And I was talking to um a good friend of mine. I said, Yo, I want the Jets to get him. He's like, Oh, he's a headache. He said- I said, Yeah, you're right. But if I'm Le'Veon Bell, I'm calling up Antonio Brown. And I think he probably did. Like, if I – I, I would put money on it. Mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell called him up. And he probably didn't answer phone to the phone. <laughs> no, nah, wait. You as a matter of fact, you,
0: you were telling me this. You were telling me this in the middle of the sermon when we should have been paying attention. You also told me that he was going to the Patriots in the middle of the sermon and two hours I later he went you. to the Patriots. I told you. I told you. In the, middle, just, in the middle I of the sermon on on Saturday it mean,
2: was yesterday. Cause I felt it, man. I felt it. Like I, because you know what it is. The pages always find a way to get a guy on his last leg on the, that has of town. They did the same thing with Randy Morse. Randy
0: Morse, yeah. What twelve years ago or something like that? Nah,
2: yeah. That long? It was, was oh seven. I
0: think it was oh seven. Right? It wasn't oh 07?
2: Yeah, it was, it was last year. It was the year that the uh, Giants went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. That was the year
0: we beat them. we beat them. I remember yeah. that.
2: That was the one time I was kind of rooting for the Patriots because I wanted Randy to get a ring. Mm-hmm. That's how much of a Randy Moss fan I was. That I would, I, 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 I wouldn't mind seeing Brady and the Patriots get a ring. <laughs> Brady and the to Patriots. One.
0: They won eighteen to one that year. I remember that. Yeah. Only we lost yes. the Only game they lost was in the Super Bowl to us. Was in the Super. Bowl. Well,
2: yeah, they even you didn't even beat them in the regular season, right? They, they played in the regular season at MetLife, I think it was,
0: and beat them. That I don't know. That was in fifth grade, but I remember watching the Super Bowl. Well,
2: taking in the
0: Super Bowl, <laughs> just like that. Wait. Yeah, absolutely. Just like wait, let's, let's, absolutely. Let's break down the receiving quote for a little bit. We know how good Antonio Brown is. Just came off a historic six-year run in the um in the past six seasons. What nine thousand one hundred forty-five yards, <laughs> or twenty-five yards, something crazy like that never-before-seen, and they got Josh Gordon. How good is Josh Gordon? I don't I, don't, I always hear about him. I, I don't know.
2: That, I don't know. I, I, if he can stay clean and, and healthy and sober, mm-hmm. I, I wish him the best. That's what I worry about. Staying sober, staying healthy. Football is secondary when you're battling those type of demons where you're willing to give up millions of dollars because of a habit because you just can't stop either smoking weed or doing some some type of stuff you're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. When you can put a drug ahead of making millions of dollars, you have a problem. So, I, I just hope, I, I wish him the best. But that's why the Patriots were able to get Antonio Brown. because they thought, if they thought Josh Gordon was, was going to be any good, they wouldn't have went after Antonio Brown.
0: Well, this is their very, yeah. this is their, like, this is their um their car insurance on Antonio Brown. Not Antonio Brown, on Josh Gordon. <laughs> the little and rent, he, rent insurance. You know,
2: Listen, this is a one-year deal. This is a, this is a one-year deal. Let's see what happens. And if we make it, we make it. If we don't, we don't. All right. It's not a bad. It's, like, it's not a
0: bad bargain, if you ask me.
2: Absolutely not. But why do they always get the purse? Why they ain't gotta <laughs> win? Like I was like, yo, why can't the Jets get them? So, so how do they like, always gotta Jesus win? Christ, yeah, why they always gotta win? Always. How do the Patriots win at all the doggone times?
0: Because The thing is this though We know for a fact the thing, with, the thing with being a coach You don't gotta get out there And play on the field you don't, You're not stretching You're not You know. You, you don't gotta worry About getting injured Or anything like that We know Belichick Is showing up every year With that being said We know for a fact Belichick is showing up every year Now As far as Tom Tom is is, is an anomaly In the sense that He's about, about to be 42 or 43 Still Still slitting that football Like he's 21 22. Can we is it is it unreasonable to think that Tom Brady's gonna take a step back to shit? And even though they get Antonio Brown, it's like
1: nah.
0: Take a step back. Listen, listen.
2: How can I say this? If you're a Jets fan, you understand the 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 agita that the Patriots give because they win every year, and you have one of the greatest quarterbacks. (laughs) <laughs> all right, it's like it's deeper than just pain it, it goes all the way to the bone like right, cause they just find a way to win every year so I believe Tom Brady's taking a step back when I see it last year what happened they went to the Super Bowl how did they go to the Super Bowl my friend what did they do they had tell me two receivers on that team that went to the Super Bowl can you give me one? Uh, what?
0: Well, what? Well, I
2: don't even te- know if you can
0: give me one. Te- technically, Julian Edelman is not a receiver, right? He's a receiver.
2: Yes, he is. He's a receiver. He's a spot receiver. He's was it, a receiver.
0: Was, wasn't? Was, you wasn't? Can't you can't give me a second one. Well, Ron, not Ron was a tight end. Uh, what about West? Wes Walker Wes was on the team last year. I don't remember.
2: West Walker hasn't been on that team in years. Burst- <laughs> <laughs> it's okay though. But you are just proving my point. They don't, they don't have nobody. They throw a couple of guys together and say, Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl. That's crazy. All right? The last time Tom Brady was. had a confident receiver was Randy Moss. Mm. That was the last time. He broke every record. He broke every freaking record in the book. <laughs> he the most touchdowns, the most receiving yard, like the least amount of interception. He did everything. He broke every freaking record. Now you're giving him arguably one of the best receivers in the game right now, still in his prime. The only problem Antonio Brown's going to have is is knowing what play it is. And he's <laughs> probably, and, and that's it. He's going to say D X, 25, X, Y, go. Right? Mm-hmm. He's not going to know what the hell they're talking about. All Tom Brady's going to have to do is say, run a goal round. Just run. I got
0: you I'm about to say <laughs> it It don't even matter if you, you know the play to know or not Yeah he doesn't
2: He doesn't need to know anything else Yo run a slant route Don't worry about it I got you That's it <laughs> You don't need to know the play Alright this is a run play Don't worry about it They're gonna be fine bro They're gonna be fine They're gonna go 12-4 bro They don't make no damn sense It's not even fair <laughs> And they're gonna beat my death And they're gonna beat my death point did, Unfortunately
0: Did you hear that Um, that Tom Brady Offered to have Antonio Brown st- Stay over his house Come live with him Yeah
2: i heard about I didn't hear that, but I heard he was looking for some place to watch the game tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. so
0: some place some place to break down some film in New England.
2: Well remember, he's not signed to New England yet. He can't sign it's until Monday he's not officially exactly right? because the league is in, the league office to open on Monday. Mm-hmm. So he's technically not a patriot yet. So he can't come to the game unless he wants to buy a ticket. They'll kinda of be, you know, tampering or whatever. I don't know what it's they'll, they'll try to get him or something.
0: But, um, Yeah, he might not want to mess this one up, so he, 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 he's, he'll he still win. Oh, yeah,
2: he's going to he, he he's, he, he's be
0: on his best behavior, man. Not there. I mean, I got to say, man, what, what, for Antonio Brown, this has to be one of the cleanest schemes I've seen pulled in a very long time, and I think that everybody should take note. You, I think we can all learn something from that in the sense that sometimes you got to be willing to just shut out What everybody says about you Shut out what everybody thinks about you You gotta just say I don't even care how I'm about to be perceived for the next Year Six months, two months, however long it is However situation, whatever situation everybody is That's listening, you gotta be able to just shut out Put your blinders on, just forget what everybody else Is thinking and saying about you And just double down on what Plan or goal that you have and go after it Even if it means Fake blacking on the GM And not about to swing on him and getting your whole entire contract voided?
2: To be honest with you, only three types of people are going to have a problem or be talking about his perception. Only three types. Raiders fans, haters, and holier-than-doubt people. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the only three types of people that's going to hate or or talk about in a bad way when he did. As a player, You're not giving a lot of, especially in the NFL, you're never really given an option to go where you really want to go, especially when you're a great player. In the NFL, they got franchise tags. They got extensions. You have the risk of injury. Like, okay, if I bet on myself and I get hurt, I'll lose millions. This was the one time in Antonio Brown's life where he was really able to make a choice on where he wanted to go. He made his choice. He wanted to go to the Patriots. I can't knock him for it. I don't like him for it, but I can't knock him for yeah, it. got
0: you got you to respect it at the end of the day. That's what it comes down and to. I
2: respect what – I mean, to a point, I respect it. And because the other side of me is like, damn, you you did them dirty. Like, you did the Raiders dirty. Like, you knew you weren't going to play for the Raiders.
0: You, you did them you dirty. You knew you weren't going to play. You did them dirty, and, and they were the team that took the chance with you chance on you. They exactly. got you out of your at first your first yeah, initial situation that you weren't trying to be in. Exactly.
2: That's like that's like that's like that's like a dude. There's this girl he's been talking to for a while. they just been friends. She's been in a bad, bad relationship for years. He's like, you know what? Leave that dude. Come stay by me. And you you think you're about to marry her. Then all of a sudden you see her on Instagram in in the in the Bahamas with some other guy. You're like, what? What is this? Mm. What's going on? That's what happened. That's really what That's happened. That's
0: exactly what happened. That's a perfect analogy. And until you until you gave me that analogy, I wasn't really, I wasn't really, I'm, I'm, I keep, I'm like, I don't care about what the real You took a film. chance on somebody that you knew
2: was like, eh, I don't know. She's bad, though. Damn, she looked good. She's fired. Oof. Mercy. She's, she's fine. Lordson. A1 Perico.
0: God took his time but, on that one.
2: But, 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 but you're like, ugh, she got a lot of baggage, Yeah, she's
0: a headache, though. She's
2: telling you. She's like, yo, listen. I'm
0: That's gonna what they the, don't yo, tell I you about cook, the fly pieces.
2: <laughs> I clean. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I got a couple of kids, but, you know, don't worry about them. I'll take care of the kids. Don't worry about my kids. I got you, baby. You're a good <laughs> dude. We're going to build a family together. I'm looking for a fresh start. See, this, I'm tired of being out there. I want to be a one-woman man, <laughs> all right? She tells you all. You just sit there like, damn. You sit down with your boys. You sit down at the table in the boardroom. I mean, you sit down with your boys. You're like, yo, man, I don't know. And your boy's like, yo, son, I don't know, man. She left that last relationship for a reason. Mm-mm-mm. They gave her up for nothing. Mm. He, he, just, he just wanted her out. He's like, yo, you can have her. Mm. I don't know. Pushed like, her you her know to what? the curve. I trust her, son. I trust her. I feel something different. Trust her. here. Exactly. And you give it to her, you bring it in, you don't you don't make a sign of freed up. Oh no man. Frida, no freed up. No oh, freedom. She gets with you and then she's out. That that's the best way I can explain it. That's the best way I can explain it, my God.
0: She's out. <sighs> Antonio Brown,
2: they, man. But like I can't Braves, knock him for because at that's end what of he day, wanted. I'm about to
0: say at the end of the day, I cannot knock him for it. Yeah, to because like the NBA. The, yo, and, I, and I've been saying this for a couple of years now. I'm like, we can't, we can't realistically expect the NFL players to look over yonder and see what's going on over at the in the NBA. And not eventually try to take some type of half type <laughs> player empowerment going yeah, on, true. where you can just bounce around and go everywhere wherever you want. You got guys like Ezekiel yeah. Elliott three years into his into his career holding out for money. Yeah, that's true. So it's that's like true. at that's this right. point, at this point, man, I think the NFL is in for a very, very wicked surprise when it comes to this player empowerment that's coming their way.
2: Nothing's going to change until the players hold out and make those owners give them what they deserve. They need to get guaranteed money. Until they start getting guaranteed money, nothing's going to change there. Nothing's going to change. Absolutely nothing. They need guaranteed money. No, nah, that's that's that's. that's where everything ends and begins. It begins with the guarantee. No, nah,
0: that's that's wicked. That's wicked. But I mean, all in all, shout out to Antonio Brown for getting what he wanted. And, and this definitely just makes for a way more exciting NFL season because I do want to see two of the greatest players in their position um, play together. At the end of the day, man, speak for yourself, man. <laughs> I don't want to see them damn it's pages.
2: I'm sorry to cut you off. I don't want to
1: see those
2: damn pages really get again. And I gotta watch two of those games where they're on my deck. Mercy, man. I don't want to see that, man. Man, You
0: have, you gonna have fun.
2: I saw it already. <laughs> I already know what it looks like. It's called Randy Moore 2.0. <laughs> I seen it already, bro. I don't want to say it again. <laughs> all right, Randy Moss 2.0. That's what it is. Okay, look at the stat. Uh, look up Tom Brady's stat when he had Randy Moss for that one year. Look it up. It doesn't make it was like it was like Madden. He was playing Madden, bro. It was <laughs> like the level on Madden. pro? He was playing Madden on pro, bro. It wasn't even all Madden. It wasn't even the highest difficulty. He was playing on pro.
0: Mercy, I'm looking at the stats. He was playing, playing on
2: Madden. rookie. How about that? It made no sense, bro. It made no sense, Ever Randy. That's what's gonna happen this year. It's gonna take a little bit of time for it to click and to get accustomed to the offense. But once it clicks, oh, it's clicking! Oh my goodness, it's not gonna <laughs> make no sense, bro. It's not gonna make no sense, man. And Julian Edelman is suspended for like four games. Oh, so, so you're telling me so have some time they're playing to get right acquainted. now? Exactly, they're playing right now. The game is going on right now. The um, Patriots and Steelers. Mm-hmm. All right? By next week, what? It's not going to make sense, bro. It's not going to make sense. It's going to be musty TV. I guarantee you, they're going to be even on Monday Night Football next week. They're going to be on something prime time. They have to. Well, I'm about to say,
0: everybody's going to be able to see it. Period.
2: Exactly. They and,
0: they, and they have to do it that way. They have to. But
2: they're going to make sure he's playing. Because Bill Belichick loves the whole guy down until they're ready. Until he feels like letting the
0: play. That might be. I, don't that, that, I mean, that I might, don't do Do you think. Let, 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 let's, let's close out I on this. Let's, let's, close, let's close out on this. Do you think that it you. Part you were...
2: of me is like. Yo. Man. It would be great to be a Patriots fan bro. <laughs> like you just win every year. Like you're either in the Super Bowl. Or you're like in the conference final. Conference. Or somewhere close to it. You sniffing it. you right outside the like,
0: kitchen every year.
2: Every year. You're like, yo, I need another plate, bro. I'm not I'm, hungry, <laughs> I'm not full. Bro. I'm not full. I'm hungry. I'm starving. Like, yo, I just gave you a plate yesterday. You were just in the Super Bowl last year. Nah, son, I'm still hungry. Give me another plate. I need more. <laughs> and then you get Antonio. This was the one year where I was like, okay, I know my Jets are going to thing but at least the Patriots ain't going to be that good. Mm-hmm. Cause they ain't got Gronk. They got Junior Edelman not coming back for a while. All right. The Patriots ain't going to be that good. No. Wrong. 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 <laughs> to get Antonio Brown. I'm like, yo, you got to be kidding. And as soon as I was hearing all this stuff about, oh, they might release him. They might this. They might that. I was like, you telling me he's going to go to the Patriots? No. <laughs> and he was like, nah, you got to go to the Patriots. I was like, I'm going to the Patriots. He's going to the Patriots. I'm telling you. It just it, it looks like a classic Bill Belichick move. The contract's ready. This is this is like, yo, if you can get out of your contract, we got We you
0: you, got, got one for you, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: We got you a one year fifteen million. Let's go. You you do the rest. Contract right here. You do the rest, bro.
0: You hold up. Nine the million
2: dollar signing bonus. You get nine million <laughs> just to sign the contract, my dude. Nine million. Wicked million just to put down You're Antonio singing, Brown.
0: Antonio Brown in cursive,
2: <laughs> nine million. But it's a smart move. Like the Pacers, is a smart move. Why? Because he's not. He doesn't go against your cap. You give him fifteen million in one year, but instead of paying him fifteen million in the year, which goes against your cap, you give him a nine million signing bonus, right? So that nine out of fifteen that leaves you what six. Six. So, right. really, against the cap, he's only counting six million. Because mm. you gave him already nine million up front. I'm done. I don't want to talk about this no more. <laughs> but thinking about it making me upset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, man. Done. But uh, <laughs> happy, Yo, I appreciate you for sense. calling it, man. Anytime, man. Anytime. We gotta do we're going to do like a, maybe we should do a live talking next week while
0: we're watching the game. That, that'd be dope. I, 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 we, we got to watch together that. just so I can understand. Football from your perspective, because my I say this every single season, but my goal this year is to really up my football knowledge. I want to be able to. I want to. only want be able to come over here and have my own football takes.
2: <laughs> 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 no, nah, but listen, I'm gonna tell you, my boy. You know, Jermaine. Jermaine wasn't into football. He said, he said that we sat down a couple of times. I showed him the game. Explain like, because with football, you gotta. It's like. If you really want to understand, like you can sit down and just watch it and be like, Oh wow, oh yeah. Oh, that's,
0: that's me, that's me now.
2: Right? Or you can sit down and be like, okay, you pause this and I can be like, yo, see this right here? Offensive lineman. Right here. Like you you see the like you see the D-lineman, the offensive line. Like I'm I, I watch a game now and I see a flag, I already know what the flag is on. I don't need the referees to tell me. Because I can see it's a holding on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. There's the a lot of moving
0: so, parts. It,
2: there's a lot of moving parts. So once you have somebody that kind of knows it and can like, break down for you everything and break down route, break down when the receivers are going, you can look at a play and say, okay, this is an eye formation. There's a single back formation. There's a split back. There's splits on the right. You, got to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just
0: stuff
2: like that. You just got to come through and we can do it next week.
0: Nah, that sounds like a plan. Rap here, man. Thanks for calling in, bro. Anytime, man. Anytime. You've been listening to the King Belly Podcast. You can follow the King Belly Pod on Instagram and Facebook. You can subscribe to the King Belly Podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Your support is greatly appreciated. This beat was produced and engineered by Nigel pierre Bryant. You can check out more of his records on his production page on Instagram at produced by period